Lekut the Sichas Chelik Vav, the Sicha for Purim, on page 189. In this Sicha, the Rebbe learns a Heira, an instruction that we need to take out from the name of the holiday that it's called Purim, and also from the name of the Megillas Esther, that it's called Megillas Esther, and also from the fact that the name of Hashem isn't mentioned at all in the Megillah. Um, it seems a little strange that A, the name Purim is a Persian name as the Megillah translates it, so that would seem that Pur is called by its Persian name and not by its Hebrew name. Also, Pur is what Haman did to try to destroy the Jewish people. He ran the lottery to try to figure out when he would be successful in destroying them. Why would we call the holiday on the name that the Russia wanted to destroy the, Shu- the Jewish people? We should have seen called the holiday more on the salvation that we were saved from the poor. Same thing is we have the question with regards to the Megillah that the Megillah is called Megillah's Esther. The Gemara says that Esther comes from the language of Astir, which Hashem says that he will hide his face from the Jewish people. It shows on a level of hiddenness. So the idea of Esther, and also the idea that the name of Hashem is mentioned in the Megillah, these all point, and the name of the holiday of Purim, and the fact that it was on the... This, the, 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 the lottery to destroy them, this all shows uh, uh, some instruction that we need to learn from all these uh, ideas. The Rebbe explains in the Sicha that the message over here is that even during times when the language is Persian, because that's why Purim is the name of Persia, even in the uh, evil plans of the Russia, which is the uh, Purim, that's the lottery that that he uh, throws. Uh, Even though they were talking about a time when there is Esther, Hester, Aster, yet we are dealing here with the Megillas Esther, with the revelation of Esther. The message from the Purim story and the message of all these points which show that Hashem's name isn't revealed, it shows that even at the time when things are disguised, even at the time that things are hidden, even at the time that the Goy is plotting against the Yid, even at the time that we talk Persian, we are in that environment, yet the Yid can trust Hashem and realize that there will be a Megillas Esther, there will be a revelation. The Yid's connection to Hashem is throughout his situation, not only in the time when things are light, not only in the times when things are good, not only when the sun is shining, but even in these levels, as mentioned before, in dark moments, the Yid needs to know that his salvation lies within Hashem and a Yid needs to know as the Rebbe will learn the general message from the Megillah that the natural means that we use to save ourselves 
from our difficulties are only means, but the main focus and the main uh, concentration, what we have to do is to better ourselves and to strengthen our connection to Hashem. And that explains why in the Megillah, both uh, Mordechai and Esther, even though they were using the means of intervention and trying to uh, uh, intervene with Ahasuerus, with uh, Esther coming to him, but yet the main focus was on the fasting, on the tshuva, on the returning to Hashem and building the connection to Hashem. This important lesson of staying connected to Hashem is more important for us to realize even at time when things are dark that the connection to Hashem is always what stands by us and that is what is going to bring us ultimately the success. Let's learn the Sikh inside. So, Aleph, Ois Aleph, says Yudua, that Pirush from Baal Shem Tov, it is known the interpretation of the Baal Shem Tov on the words of the Mishnah in this, the beginning of the second Patek of the Megillah, the Mishnah writes there, one who reads the Megillah backwards has not fulfilled his obligation. In the literal sense, in the Pashat Apshat, in the meaning of the Mishnah, the Mishnah is talking about that one who starts to read the chapter the later chapter, and then he goes back and he reads the later chapter first, and then he goes back and reads an earlier chapter second, he does it in a backwards order, hasn't fulfilled his obligation. But the Baal Shem Tov translate what you mean is backwards means when Einar lein the Megillah, if one reads the Megillah, and he thinks that the story that is related there, hot pasirt, Amol, nor Amol, that it only happened in the past. So he's reading the Megillah Mafreya backwards, meaning that it happened a long time ago, the Mafreya. Unit Itzted is the Ness, and that the miracle is not presently, it's an old story. Is Loyotso. He hadn't fulfilled the, the obligation. To read the Megillah and to think that this is something what happened in the past and it's not happening now, he hasn't fulfilled his obligation because their Tachlis from Kriyas Megillah, the purpose of reading the Megillah is up to learn and Zichfunir, is so that we may learn from it. How we need to conduct ourselves now. That is the purpose of reading the Megillah. So, since we see from this Baal Shem Tov's expression that part of the Yom Tov, the main part of the reading of the Megillah, is to take a lesson and to learn something for our present time. This would apply to all matters on Psukim from the Megillah and the verses of the Megillah. So, every part of the Megillah as Mendar Zilainen, that you must read it in an oif in such a way, fun lemafreya, read in an oif fun lemafreya, you shouldn't read it, any part of the Megillah, in a situation as if this happened uh, some time ago. So this applies to every part. How much more so, al-achas kama vekama, how much more so b'negeya dem klolus asipur, if we, uh, as far as the general story from the Megillah, from the Megillah, and even more, how much we must 
apply it now is b'shaychus mitn posik in connection with the verse versus mevayir the namin purim that explains the name of purim, since the name of the holiday is purim, so we have to say that the verse that discusses the uh, name of why it's called purim is something that we must learn and we must uh, explore it in a way how it would apply till today. And the reason why this is so important with regards to the name of Purim, since the name of an item, that points on the essence, so what this really means is, as the posik, that this verse is that gives you the essence what Purim is. That's the main point of the Megillah. The main point of the Megillah is to tell us what is Purim, what is the holiday. So the verse that describes that is definitely something that we must pay attention and learn a lesson. So the Rebbe said there must be an eternal instruction in all times and all places. And this message is both for the Jews in general as a whole, and also for every Jew as an individual. As the Rebbe will explain that the name Purim represents the idea that people are still in a state where the language is Purim, and people are still in a state where the Goyim are in control, seemingly in Golus, and yet the Ness of Purim uh, shows to us that the miracles take place even under the most trying conditions, as will the Rebbe will start explaining it in Oiz Beis. The post the verse states over there, Al-Kain koru Purim. For this reason they call these days, the days of the holiday, they call it Purim. So the Pasik states, Al Shem Hapur, based on the lottery. Is in Demnit Muvan, Rebbe says, in this it's not understood. The word Pur, the word Pur is Nit Kain Loshin Kodesh Diker Vort. It's not a word from the holy language, it's not from the Hebrew, Vorum Vort, nor the Loshin Parsi, but it's actually a Persian word. And when the verse states, Hippil Pur, that he threw the lottery, is there Moisif? The verse adds the explanation. Who ha That is the lottery. Meaning that the word Goyrel is the Hebrew word, and that's the translation for the word Pur. Was the mitfar word Pur? This is the way the verse translates the words Pur in Loshen Kodesh into the holy tongue, into Loshen Kodesh, the Hebrew. In Velchen, the Megillah is geschrieben, in which the Megillah is written in Lashon Kodesh. So when it mentions a word of Persia, of Pur, he goes and he translates it, what it means in Lashon Kodesh. Isn't it moving? So it's not understood. Why is the festival of Purim called? Why do we name it on the name of the Pur? In Lashon, Parsi, we're using the Persian language, Unid Goyrolis, and not lotteries. Al Shem HaGoyrol, which is for the lotteries. Why don't we use the Hebrew name? Of Lashon Kodesh, Allah, holy language. The Aliyamim Tevim, as all holidays, we don't call them by the uh, any other name but the Hebrew name. Oich Hanukkah, 
Ayom Tov Midrabonon, even the other festival which is Midrabonon, like Hanukkah, has a Hebrew name, which is Midrabonon, and Vosveren Girufen Beloshen HaKodesh, they are called Loshen HaKodesh, so it would seem a more fitting name instead of Purim would be Godolus. Oich is nit farstandik, and also, in addition, it's also not understood. The number for Yom Tov, the name of the holiday of Toch Gedarft Oizdrik, and that they should have expressed Vin Allah under the Yom Tovim, as also as we find in all other holidays, all good days. Their Nesun Hatzolad, it should express the miracle and the salvation from the decree of Haman. Ober, the nomen Purim, but the name Purim, which is Al Shem Hapur, which is on the lottery, this is a lottery which Haman threw to try to find a day when it will be successful in order to kill, uh, destroy the Jewish people. So this name, this points to the opposite of the salvation. On the lottery, that the lottery that he threw, he had the intention, to destroy them. God forbid it should not, never take place. So, why would we call a name uh, which expresses the evil plans of the Haman Russia? And uh, the Rebbe will explain later on in the Hiroah that the message is that the Megillah is written in such a way, in such a name, that the salvation comes even, and the connection to Hashem needs to be even under those circumstances, we'll see towards the end of the Sikha. Gimel. So this is something which has to do with the name of Purim, with the Pasuk of the Megillah. Now, the Rebbe is going to address the whole name of Megillah's Esther also has a similar difficulty because it's named on the name of Esther. And Esther points on a level of uh, hiddenness of uh, Hashem's uh, presence, and there is no name of Hashem in the Megillah. Let's see inside. Nochan Inyan is Faran in Megillah's Esther. There is another aspect that we find in the Megillah's Esther. Was his Farbundum mit Klolos Megillah, which is also connected to the whole general Megillah in general. Uh, we were just discussing Purim is the name of the holiday in general, which the Megillah discussed. And now there's another aspect, with general aspect of Megillah. Undos is, and that is, was der ganze, was in the ganze Megillah, that in the entire Megillah, Hashem's name isn't mentioned at all in the Megillah. This is different than all other holy writings. Was in yet safer in every book where the Monde Mebishnus Nomen, God's name is mentioned, many and many times. This is the exception. Was those vice, this points to if a Helem Vehester God will be Yeser, and a very great blockage in the obscurity that this name of Hashem is not mentioned. And the Chlal, in general, the Rebbe in the Ha'or points to a commentary by the Evan Ezra uh, in which he explains that the reason why God's name was not mentioned uh, in the Megillah has to do with the fact that uh, Mordechai authored the Megillah and the, and the Persians went and copied it from the Megillah that Mordechai wrote 
And since when they uh, quoted and they copied the Megillah, they substituted Hashem's name for the name of their Avedezorah. So it was in the honor of Hashem not to have his name mentioned so that they should not substitute the name of Hashem with their Avedezorah. So what this means, that the reason why the name of Hashem is not mentioned there is a... Uh, is a uh, seems like a reason uh, not because of hidden but because of something that the um, Goyi may misuse but the Rebbe says that's that alone uh, is by divine providence since it's been set up in such a way that there were reasons that the people could not uh, that they might use it in a negative way but the bottom line is because of that there is no name of Hashem uh, to uh, in the in the Megillah, especially when the reasoning of itself is that they may use uh, the name of their abominations, their Avedizore, to substitute the name of Hashem, that alone shows on a lower level. Besides that, the Rebbe also takes issue, certainly in the Pshat, number one in the Gemara, in the discussion between Esther and the... Uh, and, and the sages asking them to uh, record the Megillah, uh, the Gemara says that Esther said that i am already been written down uh, in the um, by the Divra uh, Yomim from the in the Persia. So it means it seems the Pashtus in the Gemara that it's not like the Persians went and copied from the Megillah onto their. Uh, writings but rather the divra yom was already written and mir and uh, esther asked also to be written and uh, this is also in the posik and pashtus in the megillah in the end of the megillah in pericute posik bays uh it says over there that uh, it says that it's all written al sifrei sefer divra yom lemalchei moda uporas are written there called maise tokfav gorosi proshik dulos mordchai Meaning that also the portions, the portions that are not written in the Megillah. So it doesn't seem like they quoted it from the Megillah because they have other pieces there. So it almost seems that they had written their independent pieces there. And um, therefore the uh, commentary of the Avanezra is um, is a little bit difficult, at least in the level of Pshat, in the Poshetip uh, shot, because it's mashma that they didn't quote for that. But in any event, the fact, the Rebbe says, the fact that the name of Hashem doesn't appear in the Megillah does point to a tremendous hell of Hester. The Rebbe says that the Chlal, Yederid, every Jew, even when he speaks in matters that are optional, uh, just in general stuff, is Shem Shemaim Shogar Bifiv. The name of Hashem, the name of the heaven, is always common in one's name. So when you talk, you always say the name of Hashem. It goes without saying, when you write something, uh, writing is is a maise rabbah, that's a great action, because even speaking, is also action. So then too you mention Hashem's name, but certainly when you write, is the Yisrael. It's already the custom is in all uh, places where Jews live. And even just the custom is considered to be a law, is considered to be a Torah. Is as a even when you're only writing a letter with regards to 
weekly matters. You begin the letter with saying, thank Hashem, blessed Hashem, or something similar to this. So everybody always mentions Hashem's name, even in the ordinary letter. And the reason is since that the world is world is filled with Hashem's glory. And there is no space that is empty from Hashem. Is the river So therefore, it is very simply obvious to a Jew as No matter what he's dealing with, he's Everything is always connected to Hashem because Hashem is everywhere. Hashem, there's nothing without Hashem. So it's always Baruch Hashem or something similar to that. And over here is the Gantz Megillah, the entire Megillah, which is Einef from the Chov Dalet Kisve HaKodesh, which is one of the 24 books of the Holy Writings, was in in it, it's not mentioned, Shem Shemaim Kenein Mol, the name of Hashem isn't mentioned even once. So, as the Rebbe points out in the Oreh, just the surprising itself that the Megillah shouldn't have the shame of Hashem. So, can we say the Oreh is that we should not mention Hashem's name? We should not have Hashem's name common because the Megillah doesn't mention Hashem's name. How could we say that that is the Oreh from the Megillah? So, we have to find what is the meaning of this, um, that there is no name of Hashem mentioned in the Megillah. So, the Rebbe now brings down in the Ois uh, Gimel, the Rebbe brings down that in addition to understanding why the name of Purim is in Persia, and it names the lottery that Moshe Rabbeinu, that Haman Arashi did to destroy the Jewish people, why is it that the Esther, in Megillah's Esther, doesn't have Hashem's name? And uh, the Rebbe is going to uh, speak now in Ois Dalit that this uh, hidden uh, the fact that Hashem's name is not open, that it's all in disguise is actually also expressed in the name of the Megillah, which is called Esther Megillah's Esther but yet, the Rebbe is going to come to the point that here the idea is actually to do the Megillah's Esther, meaning to revealing the hiddenness in the uh, in the Hester which means that the point over here is it's not the Hester for the purpose of Hester. It's not the obscurity in order to remain blocked, but it actually is to reveal the concept of the Megillah. The idea is to reveal the Gilu within the Hester. And that is why also the Yom Tev of Purim, notwithstanding the fact that its name is Purim, but we know that the joy of Purim is in a in a way, greater than all of other, all other Yomim Toivim, that is sort of revealing within the hidden, revealing the depth of the joy, as we'll see inside, in Noizdal. Vidermont Freer, as mentioned earlier in, in the first Sif, Sif Aleph, where der Teuchet von jeder Sach ungewiesen in sein Nomen, the contents of every item is in its name. Is pointed in by his name. So when you look at the name, you know the Rebbe asked before about Purim. So here is Helen from the Megillah. So also this uh, hidden and blockage that we find the Megillah without having Hashem's name, that in their nomen that also is pointed in the name of the Megillah. The Shema Megillah is Megillah's Esther. We call it the Megillah of Esther. So other other just other people just call it Esther even without the word Megillah. But when Esther 
Esther points to the idea of Hester. Not only one Hester, if a double Hester, it comes on a double Hester. As the Gemara zogt, as the Gemara states, the Gemara says, where do we find Esther min ha minayin? Where is there a hint for Esther min ha And the Gemara brings the Pasik of Astir, but in that Pasik it says, Vanoichi Hastir Astir. So in that Pasik is two times in Pasik of Ayelach, it talks in the Teichach over there. In the rebuke it says, I will hide, but it says, certainly hide. Tzveimol Hester, it says, two times the language of Hester. See, because the word Ast, Esther is from the second word Aster, but it's Haster Aster. So, the name of Esther, the Megillah's Esther, points to this idea of Hester. But on the other hand, vice the nomen Megillah's Esther. But when we say the word Megillah, means So it's also called Megillah Stam. It shows if Gilui. It means revelation. Megillah Funoshin Gilui. The word Megillah comes from the language of Gilui revelation. So that means that it's not just the Haster. Yes, it's Aster, but it's the Megillah's Aster. It's we're talking about the revelation of the hidden. Just like within the Megillah, we see the two opposites. On one hand it's Esther and then it's Megillah. Helamun Gilui, it's hidden and revealed. So likewise, you also see as far as the Purim holiday. Before we pointed to the fact that Purim is Persian language and Purim is the lottery to destroy them, but we also say from Einzeit he is the Yontem mitnomen Purim. On one hand, we call it by the name of Purim was is Aloshen Parsi, which is a Persian language. And it's called on for a reason was is verbunden mit der which is connected to the decree. Weist es as the Yontiv is verbunden. That points to the fact that this holiday is connected with an Indian from Helen Behester, with a matter which is blocked and obscure. Well, the Idr Gisa, but on the other hand, then the Yimeha Purim, Yimei Mishta Vesimcha, the days of Purim are days of uh, drinking, uh, festivities, and joy. Much more than other Yomim Tovim. To such a, to a joy which is very big. It's beyond any measure and any limitation. In an Eifen, in such a way that the Gemara says that one needs to uh, rejoice and become uh, drunk and Purim until the extent that he doesn't know the difference between Baruch Mordechai and Nodr Haman. So, we're getting to the point is that, um, yes, the name is Purim, yes, the Megillah is Esther, it's Esther, but it's still, it's about the Megillah's Esther, it's about the revelation of the Purim. In the Ois Hey, the Rebbe is going to give us a, an idea that this is what uh, took place, and in the story, the actual story in the decree, that the... Um, simple level uh, of trying to uh, annul the decree by going to the uh, king and pleading with him and all these activities were only secondary to the main and important part that took place um, in, and brought about the miracle of Purim. And this is a, the instruction that the Rebbe is going to 
tell us that even during the Purims, there still has to be the Megillah's Purim, meaning even in the hidden places, we always have to remember that it is the uh, spiritual connection to Hashem which saves us. Let's learn inside. In order to understand this, we first need to introduce one lesson from Phila Andra amongst many other instruction lessons from from the general story of the Megillah on from Purim and from the holiday of Purim. This is a lesson which is, can be understood at a very simple level. In the Zeit von Gzeres Hamon, during the period of the Hamon's decree, Hamon Gehad Gor Choshve Forshter in the Malucha, the Jews had a very important representation in the government. Mordechai is given a Yeshu Bishar HaMelech. Mordechai was sitting at the gate of the king, that means he was one of the officers of the king. Under Tzu, and in addition to that, he was one that saved the king's life by uh, telling the king about the plot that the big son of Seresh were plotting to kill him. When Esther is given a malkin, Esther was a queen. That she carried a grace and favor and, and, and before from before Achashverosh. So Achashverosh, so we had a lot of uh, pull over there as far in the government. Is Lachayra, so it would seem, based on the at the time that they found out about what's going on the decree, so the first thing, they should have used, they should have used these representations, they should put an effort in by Melech Achashvedish, they should uh, seek to intervene by the King Achashvedish to try to annul the decree. But what does the Megillah relate to us? As the erste pool of us Mordechai's giton, what is the first action that Mordechai did? Is given by Yilbash Sakva Efer. He put on a sack and ashes by Yitzchak and he went out in the middle of the city. What he did was that it's a genomen to tshuva. He took himself to repentance on Girufan Eden, and he called to all Jews his own tshuvaton. They should repent. They should do tshuva. On Ersh and only after he did that first, Esther, and then he sent Esther, to come to the king, to beg to him, and to uh, ask for him, for her people, for her nation. So this we see by Mordechai. And also Esther also conducted himself along the same line, the same order. When she needed to go to the king, first of all she gave over to Mordechai that he said to him, Leich Knois. As Kola Yehudim, go gather all the Jews, Vigoimer, Vitsumo, lie and fast for me, Valtoichlu, Valtishtu, don't eat and don't drink, Shloshis Yomim, Laila Vayim, for three days, night and day. So that's the first thing. Under She wasn't satisfied just by saying to Mordechai that he should gather all the Yidden. But she added, Me too, I also will fast in the same manner for these three days. So, but it would seem she needed to come on to find grace in the eyes of Achashvedish especially taking in consideration that coming to the 
courtyard of the inner courtyard of the king is given loikados. This was against the rules to come on your own. This had this was a total danger for her life. That that would be uh, the rule is if you violate that you get killed. And it needed, she needed to find, especially find grace, favor in the eyes of the king. It's been already three, thirty days that she has not been seen by the king. The king hasn't called for her in thirty days. So she needed to specially do and be in a situation that the king should really desire her and want her. So how was it proper in, by her to fast and to go ahead and fast three days uh, consecutively? Azach was brengt. This was a matter that brings up naturally. So she would lose her grace. How come she? How could she do that? The Rebbe brings down in the Haoris that in the Evan Ezra, it's mashma that it was two days and. Uh, and th- two days and two nights, not three, because it says when it says Shleishis Yom means up to three days, but it was only for two days. Uh, and Yaakov Shemoni says that they would break their fast, it wasn't like three consecutive days. But the Rebbe brings a proof from the Gemara Yevamis, which is in Kuf Chafal from the base, which is Mashma, that it was actually three consecutive days. I mean, also um, Rashi and and the Megillah also says that it was, I mean, the Rebbe doesn't say this in the order, but Rashi in the Megillah says that it was uh, three days. Uh, Rashi points out that it was uh, Yudalet, Tezvav, and Tezayin that they fasted those three days. But in any event, this is all in Yonim that causes her, would cause her naturally to lose uh, her grace and favor in the eyes of the king. So how could she do this? And the Rebbe is going to explain in Oizvav because there was a realization and the obvious that the things that are happening are not because of natural reasons, but it's because of the uh, state, in their spiritual state, so that they must correct first the spiritual state and then secondary is to go ahead and deal with the natural ways how to fix the thing. So the first way, the first approach needs to be to do teshuva and even though that this might take away a little bit from the natural, but what kind of a uh, comparison is it when we one needs to strengthen his spiritual state, which is the main cause for the problem and the main solution for resolution of the problem? So that becomes the main uh, the main objective. Oizvot, not the beer in Dove Pashtus, but the main explanation is. Very simply, knew clearly as the of Eden that this decree on the Jews is neat. It's not just the custom of the world that happened to us. The Rambam's words that this is just something that happened to us. The reason this is because of their bad actions that has become has bad has been bad to them. Um, so so since this is an obvious as mekenit mevatel zayin beemes, as meken this mevatel beemes zayin demes subov, that you cannot really nullify the result, the consequence, the gzeda. The consequence is the gzeda. The decree is only a consequence. Kozman menem nitarob disibe. For as long as you don't take down the uh, cause. So how are you going to get removed the consequence? So the gzeda is a consequence of the cause because of the. Uh, a problem that took place. The Maisim Roim, those are the bad 
actions which brought about the decree. So, so therefore, he said, Eshtapulig given. So, what is the first act? Was so the first act is to call Jews to do tshuva. On Goyzeh Zayn Tainis, the decree of fasting. It wasn't just that they said, okay, we got to repent in a very general way. But they rather they translated, they, they articulated very clearly the sin for which you got to repent. As the Medrash, it says, Eifem Pasik on the word Sumo Alai Valtechlo Valtishtus Fast for me, don't eat and don't drink. Altemtsomim, the reason you are fasting, Alshechalte Vishisisam, because you ate and you drank, Mesudas Lachashvedes from the feast of Achashvedes. So you got to get rid of the uh, cause and then you can get rid of the consequence. So after went through repentance, so they removed the cause of the decree. Hashem wants us to do everything in a natural way, as the post is and what you do, which is the post that you should do something also in the natural ways. Is mandamot gegangen to Achashverishen, so then they went to Achashverish up to Shrein the Gzeda in order to uh, get rid to ask him to uh, take away the Gzeda. Or while they came to Achashverishen, is given it mervalavush, and since this going to Achashverish was mer- only merely a garment, uh, it's an, uh, just to express itself bichdeida tzolam ilmailo in order the, that the salvation that comes from above, it's Hashem's salvation. So it should have somehow to grab hold also in natural ways. So, uh, but what is the cause from the Ratzola? But what causes the Savior is not a Chashverish. It's Tshuva, and Tainis. It was the fasting and the Tainis. It's Shem Farshtandik. So now we understand as the Iker Achtot Men Gelek, the main attention they placed, Nitoi from the Vush, it's not on the garment, nor of their Siba, but rather on the cause, to get rid of the cause that caused the problem. And in Oiz Zayin, the Rebbe is going to say that this is also the instruction for all of us that when we have a problem, whether it's for the Jewish community or whether it is an individual, so the approach is not to go and try to fight the uh, try to get rid of the consequence which is of our deeds but we have to go ahead and try to fix the cause and only then we can also deal with the uh, with the consequence and find natural ways to uh, f- remedy the situation the fun is moving by the construction of this is simply is understood very simply God forbid when there is a Time of a problem happens, and Farana Zoyne, there are such was main, and they think as the Ashtonikar Arbe that the main, the first and the main uh, uh, work needs to be Davzayin to Zuchnishtadlus to try to find inter intermediaries and uh, to uh, in, in, intercede in Darkateva through natural means. The Megillah tells us, This is secondary, this is later. 
The Ershta Pula Darzain, the first act needs to be to starken and farbun to, to strengthen our connection with Nebishnu, with Hashem, Durch Len and Zain through study of Torah and Makaim Zemitzvesov and fulfilling his mitzvahs. When Ershdan and only afterwards, Zuchum Far Der Hatzola, Alevushin Teva, and only later to search for the Savior, also a garment in natural ways. When Oyme Vetazay Ton, and when you do in that order, so then, any type of natural garment that you will make, then in that, the miraculous Savior will dress up, which is beyond nature. So it doesn't really matter how you're going to dress it up, because it comes from above. All what you're going to do is make a, a vehicle, a natural vehicle, and the Shem's success will dress up in whatever vehicle you make. Just as it is concerning the Jews as a whole in general, is So this is also with regards to every Jewish individual. You must know as Eris that he is connected with Hashem. He isn't limited, God forbid, in in the natural laws of nature. There has to also be that in everything that you do. In which God's blessing, Hashem will bless you, should dress up in those naturals in what you do. But since the doing was the mensch tut, that the person is doing is nit mervalavush, it's only merely a garment. When the river moving bepashtas, so from this we understand simply, as the rikirish tatlus, that the main effort of zayin nit in them lavush, it shouldn't be in the garment, nor in them bakum and the bracha from nevishtu, but the main effort should be to receive God's blessing. That you accomplish, this you do by studying Torah and observing a mitzvah. But if one should bend uh, uh, the main uh, compromise on the main thing, so that his garment will be stronger, so he is compromising on the main, is thus endless. So then this can be an example to Einem was gating bank, somebody who's going to the bank, geld, so he's coming to take out money from the bank. And the Hotnish can check with Vos does Geld Subakuman. He doesn't have the check uh, to with what to 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 uh, take out the money. So he doesn't have he's in the back, you know, it's just the garment over there, but he doesn't have the, the, the funds, he doesn't have the the, the person to give him, doesn't have a, a check to take out the money. Mit Vos dem Geld Subakuman. Or that the check is from Azar, Vos Hotnit Kerechnigim Bank. Or maybe somebody who gives him a check who doesn't have an account in the bank. So you have a paper, okay, so what does the paper do? The paper uh, just says, but the guy has no, no bank, he has no backing behind it. So in other words, the check is the garment. And if you don't have an account, then there's, you can't draw, withdraw with it. The Ersh check. First thing, one needs to make sure that he has the check. The check meaning a good check. There is money there. One has the check, and that this check shouldn't be from those using the phrase of the word of the of the verse in Yirmiyah Bay's Pasuket Gimel that there is those broken pits that don't hold the water, meaning it's 
check that is uh, a good check from a good account. He must make sure that he has a good check. That means that, uh, that Hashem is backing it. Hashem says, the silver and the gold belong to me. Check. So after he has the check, Hashem says, Then he can exchange the check. Once he has the money, he has the backing, he can exchange it. And then you use the natural ways in everything that you do. So, so far we have the general instruction from the Megillah and the way Achashverosh, uh, Mordechai behaved, the way Esther behaved, that the main focus is that even though they had to give up a little bit or Esther gave up a little bit on the garment, but it was for the main thing. The main thing is to keep the uh, cause intact, to get back into the favor of Hashem, to cause Hashem to take away the Gezeira. So then, even if she's not so pretty, not three days, this symbol will, will bring the Yeshua through that too. And this is the instruction for all of us. But now, we're going to take this instruction and learn that this applies even in times when uh, there is no uh, clear uh the revelation of Hashem, it's like Purim, it's like in the time of the Megillah over there, that there too, this principle of always living the life like that is applies in all cases, uh, and this is what the Rebbe is going to learn now, so one may think, as Kol Hanal, that all the above, is not in Azman, is only during a time, when he's made a Lakus Begilu, when godliness shines openly. But during the time of exile, and within exile itself, especially when we're at the hills, before Mashiach, it's in the low part of, uh, late part in exile. Now there's a time when the, the darkness is doubled and quadrupled. Since Hashem Himself made this darkness, so now there is actually a real blockage as so that the flow from above from Yonim Gashmim that from the physical matters how does the flow get to us is that that has been given over to the nature's laws of nature now since the godliness is hidden so Hashem himself has given over the uh, rules now to the natural ways of them come that answer. So now we come to the answer as Eich Bisman Purim. That also during the time of Purim, so Nidin given Golus the Jews were in exile. Mefuzurim afraided Beno Amim. They were scattered and spread out amongst the nation. Under Matziv is given, and the situation was Eich Laachrei Hanes. This still took place even after the miracle didn't change. The miracle didn't change that fact that the Jews still remained in exile and scattered with the Gemara. As the Gemara says that uh, we still are servants of and yet so we see even under those circumstances how did the Savior take place? It didn't take place through natural means, nor took place through fasting for three days. By returning to Hashem, so this points to the fact that. Even in exile, even in times when uh, godliness is obscure, doesn't matter that still the uh, nature is not what determines the connection to Hashem. So, 
The Rebbe says, the noise to us, and those is the hirof, and then was the yom to haste mit nomen purim. This is the lesson that we can take that the name of the holiday is purim, which is Beloshim Parsi, which is in Persian, and also in Vosvaistev der Gizeda, which points to the decree Kinal Sivbeis, as mentioned earlier in the Sivbeis. Unoiv der Fun, and Unoiv der Fun, and also from this, was in der Megillah. That in the Megillah, Vetni der Mont Begilu, it's not mentioned openly, Shem Shemaim, name of Hashem. But in them, Bashtay der Oiftu from Purim or Megillah Sester, because this is the novelty, the accomplishment, what we can learn, especially from this holiday of Purim Megillah Sester. As those was Eden sein Nitun to give off in Teva, this that we say that a Jew is not underneath the rules of nature, the, the laws of nature, is as nit beloiz bin This doesn't apply only to heavenly matters. That it's not uh, just the spiritual matters, uh, as far as heavenly matters that we are beyond in laws of nature. As for example, to be successful in studying Torah according to the truth, which needs... Uh, support from Hashem, help us which comes through fear of heaven, then you can be successful in your study and your learning. So those are spiritual matters. Uh, so in those cases, one understands, well, that's not nature, that's connected to Hashem. But even in its case, when we do business, is when the mischavet gefir zwischen Eden. So if the business takes place amongst Jewish people, because amongst them they didn't change their name, meaning they speak in Hebrew, they speak the same language. So over there, one can say, okay, he understands that in those cases, nature is not what is the main uh, uh, consider a concern, a consideration. It's more the connection of Hashem. But what we're trying to tell us over here, that not knowing those cases, but even when we're dealing about business dealing, which a Jew deals with a non-Jew, to separate, when he must discuss with him, and you speak in the language of Persian, since it's a known rule that Esau, Hates Yaakov is so then it's possible uh, he's doing business with a guy. It's possible as the guy is him that the guy might search against him He might try to find certain conniving tricks and 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 and, 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 and different uh, ways. He will pull throwing lotteries and even to the extent, so this is just dealing with a guy in general who might uh, throw lotteries, he may try to do certain things to hurt him. And and even when he's in such a condition or circumstances, that he has to worry, that instead of mentioning uh, the name of Hashem, he will actually mention the name of Hashem. So, in those circumstances, in those difficult circumstances, since the guy is under the uh, laws of uh, nature, and he's under those under that the meaning of laws of nature, 
And the flow to the Yid goes to Zamidrash Potsum Goy, goes together with the flow that goes to the Goy, from Zahan and Zizam because they're doing business together, is so the Jew can think he's also under nature. If them is there often put him on Megillah Sester. So now we come to the instruction for Purim and Megillah Sester as Purim. That even that also when a Jew has to deal with Purim, Beloshan Parsi in the Persian language. When Esther, Meloshan Haster, Aster, and Hester comes from Meloshan that I will certainly hide. Dafer Visen, so needs to know as in them is though the Lamailamateva that there is the beyond nature in this. That Pur is who Hagoyram. He has to know that the poor, in the person, there is the lottery. This goyrel, goyrel, is in yon Goyrel is idea that it's beyond the uh, evolution. It's in a higher level than the ishtaushlus. And in them, haster astir. So even though it's haster astir, is anoichi haster astir. Is though there anoichi, anoichi was his hecher from Allah shemes apil from it's, it, the name of Noichi is higher than Shemavaya. It's I, which is even higher than the name of Avaya. So notwithstanding that it's Astir and it's Hastir and it's all the description, as he says, there is still the Noichi there, just like the idea of Goyrol is that it's because the Goyrol is beyond any reason it's not in the level which is in Ishtaushlos. So the Yid needs to know that he's still not under Chukah Teva. That's the Erof and Purim, that's the Erof in the name. That's the Erof, even in these difficulties, in those circumstances, still the Yid is connected to the Hashem in a way which is beyond nature. When a Yid reads the Megillah of Esther, as Oich Dinyonim von Esther, that also those matters which are hidden, that Hester Kofel, Hester Amiti, when we're talking about a doubled blockage, which is Haster Aster, it doesn't say Haster Kofel, Haster Aster. Later, so he reads, Unemt Oif Als Megillah. He reads it and he accepts it as a revelation for Loshen Gilui. Megillah's Aster, while Erveis, because he knows as Oich Der Pur, that also the level of Pur, Bis to Pur was Hamanot Givarfen to the extent that even the Pur that Haman threw, is who ha goyrel? That is really the goyrel. And those alas is not lemafrei. This is the goyrel. This is lemaylem ishtalshlus. Is and it's not lemafrei. Nor is it by mitzvah. He knows it's now. So then kumter zum tachlis hagilui. Then he comes to the ultimate revelation, knowing this megillah stam. That is just a plain megillah without Esther. No Esther, but megillah stam was brought to a simcha gedoyle b'yoser. This brings the person to a tremendous great joy. This brings him to a level of a layada. Knowing that in the Hester, knowing that in this poor, knowing in all this thing, there's a girdle that when he experiences that, that makes him adlayada. Simcha built mugbelas. And then through this, we make one redemption close to the other redemption. That's from the Gula, the Purim, from the redemption of Purim, come to the Gula Hasida. We come to the future redemption to the Gula from which is similar to the redemption of the exit of Egypt. The night will shine like the day, as the Chesha from Laila, but Leichten cannot be Mikhil as if the Hester were Gilui, that also the hidden becomes Gilui, Bismashir, Tzikim, Vigilim, Korav Mamesh, Mesichas Purim, Tavshin Chavav.